You are listening to The Ramble, an official podcast of Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Yeah, we have, we have so many things to come still and um, so many things to go for um, that we really need each percentage which we can get of this group. To be honest, it's and the better group they are, the more success we will have, and that's a, that's an important thing. Of course, I know that we all love our families, and it would have been cool to have um, a day off at home and and spend it with the family. But we're in the middle of the season, and the most decisive um, um, period is coming up now. And so, I'm really happy again that the, that the club gave us opportunity to do it, and yeah, and now we we are here and mix it up, hard work with a little bit of joy. So the boys are obviously sharing rooms here. Is that part of your kind of philosophy in bringing the lads closer together? And also, can you tell us how it's decided who shares with who? No, actually, I do it since I don't know 18 years or so. If you go to a training camp, I was. I think I know the boys here, especially in England, are used to have single rooms, but a training camp is is not for. Whenever it is, it's 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 all it's for hard training, of course, a lot of sessions, a lot of meetings, but as well, it's for knowing more about each other. So it, I always do double rooms in a, in a training camp, and yeah, and then it's a, it's a draw. It's like a UEFA Cup or Champions League draw. Nobody knows before. Pick it, and then uh, very funny. The, the players are really nervous before that, and um, yeah, it's it's a good thing. So I, I I don't think the boys love it too much, but. I don't care. <laughs> niggas fighting over range, niggas won't be king, but long little cheek for a little old thing, little boys bang bang. Long little cheek, niggas fighting over range, niggas won't be king, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek, uh. Cockroaches in the racks, uh, hand-me-downs with the patches, mama put a little money in the matches, taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic, you can either sink, swim, or be the captain, get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing, now they say you're dinner while you're dressing so classy, I don't want my best dressed day in the casket, you can either leave, follow, or get out the way, make a fucking move, it will make my fucking day, got a hundred year plan, you just think about the day, always been about time, more than been about big, y'all up with me, Usain couldn't run with me, chief come to find you, you don't come for me, at best you could run a little company, nigga at worst I could run the whole country, that's right, pimp game like a brothel, welcome to the ramble, the Ramble is an official podcast of four fields of Vanfield Road. We are at www.foresight, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E dot com. A great international community of Reds. Real done better than we'll see. Re- We're just living it up while the boys lived it up in Marbella, Spain. We get kind of bored when there's no football, but it's always great to hear from the chief. Thank you for joining me on the show. My name is Joe, I'm your host. 
And once again, I am not alone. I have three guests with me. Say hi, first and foremost, to Aaron. Yo, yo. Good to be back. Good to be back. What's up, my man? How are you? Good. And also, say hi, Critty. What's up, guys? Good to have you back as well. And say hi, last but not least, Stano. Hello, 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 hello. How's everybody tonight? Good, good, good. Very, very good. Um, how bored have you, out of your minds have you guys been um, during this week <laughs> since Porto and no games? I'm international break board. International yeah. break board. Yeah, about, about uh, yeah, I feel like it's October. Lots of FIFA. Well, um, it's actually not been no football. There's been the FA Cup and there's been the Champions League games um, uh, last night as well. So it's um, not all boredom. If you guys mean, did you watch the games yesterday? If, if, if Elfie's not playing, who the fuck is really watching these matches? I mean, <laughs> loads of people. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. That's just my perspective. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's football to be had but i i kind of overwhelmed myself earlier in the campaign with a, watching every single match and now i'm just like you know what if it's not lfc if it's not pivotal eh. okay and how about the rest of you guys what have you been uh, up to well as i said uh i'm in my second season at lfc mm-hmm. as i fired jurgen klopp and hired myself as a manager <laughs> And uh, we are currently uh, 6-1 winners over PSV Eindhoven in the Champions League group stage. Mm-hmm. And 4 for 4, we got all 12 points so far in the new use, uh, uh, PL season. We're going to face Chelsea next. So that's going to be a nice uh, nice little test for the... Uh, so far, we've only had Brighton, Huddersfield. We've had a very easy go of it. We got Aston Villa on the bounce back up from the championship. So mm-hmm. that was nice kicking John Terry's teeth out. <laughs> I always enjoy that very much. Um but yeah, other than that, been watching Dortmund and uh, Inter Milan fall on their ass as they normally do this time of year. So that's been keeping my LFC boredom uh, at bay. Okay, um, Aaron, I think it's been uh, great to see us having sewn up the really the tie against Porto. I think that, that I think you can agree, everyone can agree that that game is now over. Um, it's just probably going to be how many more goals they're going to score at Anfield, you know, uh, while seeing. Um, other teams in the Champions League um, struggling, with the exception of uh, Bayern. Uh, of course, how relieved is that? The boys are having a, you know, putting their feet up. Well, not really putting their feet up. They've been put, they've been put, put through the ringer in Marbella, Spain, haven't they, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, but that's good to see. That's good to see because, you know, you don't want any drop-off, any complacency. Uh, I think Klopp's doing the right thing. Uh, warm climate. Mo is out there just killing the teammates, man. I just feel sorry for the players, man. He's out there just killing them. But you know what? That's that's good because facing a guy like Mo every day in training, um, hopefully that's making them better as a team defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, when you come up against really good, um, you know, people from opposing teams. But no, it's great. I think a lot of times I don't know the stats on it or anything like that, the percentages. But a lot of times when we have these moments where we go away, you know, Club likes to do this. Not all, not every time we come back, we've been too good so yeah. i'm hoping this time around we can um, just stay in winning ways just stay in winning ways we got west ham coming up which i'm sure we'll get into a little bit at least but yeah. um but yeah no clock 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 isn't 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 holding isn't um keeping guys held back he's he's like you said putting yeah. it through the paces so it's yeah. a good thing yeah 
Okay, we have a full slate of stuff that we uh, need to talk about, could talk about, should talk about. Um, I have this order right in front of me, right? I think, but I'm, I think I'm probably going to switch this around a little bit. Um, I think the centerpiece of this discussion, I think I'm going to dedicate to Nabi Kita. Um, and we're going to get to him in a, in a, in a, in a bit. Um, Aaron, you mentioned um, Salah. Um, so I'm going to start maybe open with uh, him a little bit. And um, specifically, I want to open with something that John Barnes, the legendary Liverpool player, uh, said uh, last week. Um, so is John Barnes office rocker or do Liverpool still need a centre forward? Now, this is what he said. They need better all-round players. The front three are great but I don't feel that they are necessarily going to continue to do this for the next two or three years. Salah is not a centre-forward. I don't think he is a player who can score goals consistently over a period of time. We don't have players like that. We have players like Salah and Mane. And although Mane scored a hat-trick against Porto, they are not out-and-out goal scorers. So as funny as it may seem, I think if they could get a centre-forward, a penalty box player, and play for Mino slightly deeper, I think it would be better for the balance of the th- of the team, and I think we need to get better individual players now. All right, is Barnes off his rocker? Discuss. Start this off, Critty. No, I agree with him one hundred percent. Okay, um, interesting. Why? Yeah, well, because I think Firmino, in the role that Barnes has him. Uh, suggested in is actually better over the long term. I do agree that Salah's form, you can't keep this pace up uh, over the course of many, many months and certainly not many, many years. This is a this is an anomaly season. Uh, I don't expect him to drop off significantly. I think he'll still be a fantastic offensive threat on the wing. Um, Mane is, um, you know, he's going to run a little bit more hot and cold than, than Salah will. I just think that that's going to be kind of the player that he is, but uh, I think that uh, they do need that goal score that they thought they obviously had with various players over time. Uh, I'm not so sure that they need to uh, go and buy another expensive center forward. I think that, or striker, I think Divock Origi actually uh, being loaned out of the Bundesliga, if they give him a, a, a chance, he's learning the uh, pressing style of play as they play in the Bundesliga. This is what Klopp tries to implement at Liverpool. This is what he finds attractive. It's also what he values in his players. He wants his players to buy into this system, but not just buy into it, also uh, exhibit those uh, tactics that he installs within the team on the pitch. Okay. Uh, Divock Origi was not able to fully do this. He's uh, scored goals almost just based on his pure individual talent at Liverpool, not necessarily following Klopp's mm-hmm. uh, 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 his, his instructions. So, if he goes to Wolfsburg, now they're having a little turmoil there. They got a uh, second manager this season already, and we're not even, you know, still 11 games out before the end of that season. Uh, he is uh, at the top of the list of their goal scorers. I've been keeping a very close eye on him being a, a Liverpool player right. uh, because I do believe when he returns back into the fold that he has a he could have a future. But he'll need to uh, basically adhere to the system and the, and the tactical philosophy of Jurgen Klopp if he wants to have a future. If he can do that then I don't see why he can't be that center forward. I don't know that Liverpool need to go out and, and spend a lot of money on one. Okay, great start there. There are obviously many angles to attack this topic. Okay. Um, okay, Stan, do you agree with what Barnes said, firstly? Um, <clears throat> not at all, because okay. uh, as I've stated uh, uh, before, 
and the <laughs> pardon me and the uh, <laughs> last appearance that we had um you know for me no for me is the best false nine in the world um just because of his pressing ability his uh, ability to link with any winger or any other forward that he plays with uh, his ability is first class in terms of his style of play. He fits the ginger pressing uh, system that we have at LFC mm-hmm. beautifully. Um, and while I admire Barnes for his perseverance as a footballer in a delicate time, let's just say, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I admire him greatly for his perseverance uh, on and off the pitch and his demeanor as a player. Yeah. I don't really agree with his sentiments here. Um, I've heard recommendations in the past that uh, Bobby should maybe be a more central mate, uh, deeper liar, maybe a 10, as you'd say, but I, I think he suits the nine role beautifully. I think it's perfect for him. And again, yep. he's the false nine. Um, if you see him with Barcelona, uh, not Barcelona, with Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of plays a similar role. He doesn't exactly has to, he doesn't exactly have to press as much because of the talent that he's surrounded by. Yeah. But he still serves as that fulcrum, that linked up type of player yeah. who can service um, the goal scorers, yeah. the Neymar's, the Coutinho's, etc. Yeah. Um, so I highly disagree with uh, with unfortunately, Critty. I'm sorry, buddy, but uh, I agree with I disagree with Barnes and. Uh, with Critty as well. Um, okay. Well, Firmino is actually understudying um, Gabriel Jesus um, in the Brazil national team. Um, although uh, Gabriel hasn't really... has he's, he, He's been injured quite a bit this, this season, let's right. say, uh, yeah. as well. Okay, Aaron. Now, now let's, I'm trying to look at this, what Ban said from two time frames here. Okay. What he said... Before the season started, okay, and now we've seen how Liverpool are basically top scorers in, I mean, in all of Europe. The front three, of, uh, Firmino, Mane and Salah are outscoring and outgunning everyone else. Okay, and then now he says this. Okay, do you, would you, firstly, do you agree with this statement? Yes or no? No. Okay, now would you have agreed with him before the season started? What did he say before the season started? The same thing or something? Yeah, different? no. Say if he said this before the season started that Liverpool need a centre forward, would you have agreed with him then? No. Still no. Okay, why? So do you think yeah. that because the wide forward? So first of all, I, in, yeah. first of all, it, it's it's really hard for me to listen to any former Liverpool player at this point. With the Stevie Nicol, Carragher, him, and and you know Barnes is the god, but uh, you know, like you just said, we have uh, so many goals uh, this season. Um, you know, just tops in, in Europe and that front three. And I just don't see why, how anyone could see that or, or could feel that we we were missing something or we need something extra or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. M- m- while, while I think what Critty said was is, is true um, to an extent, uh, meaning, you, of course, the feeling is how how long can Mo keep this up? But who's to say he can't prove us all wrong, which, let's be real, a lot of us didn't even expect this. I mean, half of this, what Mo Salah is doing. So who's to say that he can't keep this up for a long stretch? You know what I mean? Um, I, I just think I think we're in a good place. If we get an extra striker or attacking player or what have you, that's great. But I don't think we need it. I don't think it's an essential thing. Um, it's the same thing when people are saying we need a creative midfielder. Not to get too much off topic, but... 
Yeah. You know, those players, Salah, Firmino, and Mane, create alone on themselves. Yeah. And sometimes people say, well, that's because Mo Salah has to come back. and put, Well, that's that's what it is. That's, that's the way we're playing right now. And okay. However they do it, if they're able to create, I don't see how anyone can, can feel like we need anything more than what we have right now. Yeah. Um, okay, good points there. Um, Kriti, you... I understand what you're saying from the perspective of sustainability over and beyond this season, what what Firmino is producing, what Mane and Salah are producing. So I get all of that. But um, I'm trying to understand um, why you think or feel that they, for example, you, Bobby, uh, you don't think that he could keep this rate up. I mean, he's shown himself to be extremely fit. I mean, Klopp is so is he very healthy. He's always raring to go. You sometimes have to tell him to stop. Um, he works very, very hard. What, what, what do you see or perceive? Do you think that okay, it may not at some point? You know, he's just going to peter out. You know, he's just. I'm not necessarily saying that. Okay. Firmino is going to 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 peter out. I, I'm saying. As, I, as, as was said on the, the game, on the commentary over here uh, during the Porto, Porto match, okay. if he gets injured, and it's a very, it's a very real possibility, if he gets injured, yeah. we're in deep trouble. We're in very, very deep trouble because okay. we don't have a second Bobby. We don't have a Sturridge. We don't, I'm not even going to, Danny Ings is total garbage. So what, what, what do we have? We have Divock Origi, who's in Wolfsburg. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing, you're kind of, I, I think Bobby's fantastic, and I don't necessarily say, I'm not, I'm not I think Salah will not keep this pace up. He's, there's no way he's going to be at this pace for two, three seasons in a row. He will be a fantastic player, and he will continue to score goals, and he'll mm. continue to uh, play beautifully, but I, I don't think that he's going to match this season goal for goal, assist for assist, uh, in, in the future, he he could he could certainly still be you know the the, the player that he is, but yeah. the numbers are simply going to be hard to duplicate. Mane, um, to me, was better last year than he is this year. He you know obviously the hat trick kind of disguises some of that. Uh, it's great, but but let's not forget his form was 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 pretty pretty poor uh, before this hat trick against Porto. So uh, you know let's 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 call it what it is. Firmino's been the one guy besides Salah who's been extremely consistent. But my point is, if he goes down, we really don't have a lot of options to play the number nine position if he gets injured. And if you're banking on the fact that, you know, even even like Bayern, they have Lewandowski, but they went and got Sandro Wagner at least as a backup just in case Lightning were to strike and Lewandowski gets hurt. Yeah, these players have great fitness. They can last for a season, two seasons, but... Every dog has his day. And right now, my, my point is, I'm not saying go out and buy anybody. We have the player. His name is Divac Origi. Let's give this guy a shot. He's a young Belgian. He's, he's play, he has World Cup experience. He's played for us, on, you know, both under uh, two different systems, two different managers. And I think that he, if he, if he learns the, the style of play that Klopp wants him to learn, mm-hmm. all, all Liverpool players should learn, then there is a chance that, that we don't have to spend another dime on, on, a, on, a, on a number nine because he's already with the team. So that's my point is just to have some sort of depth in case Roberto Firmino goes down with injury because it's always a possibility and that would break up that front three. Uh, you know, come, come, come it as, be it as it may, that you know, yeah. injury is going to that your sideline. So he is then out at that point. Who mm-hmm. do you have that's going to stand in the center of Salah and Mane that's going to produce like Bobby did right now on this team. Find me somebody. 
Okay, I've just pulled up the injury histories for Salah and uh, Bobby. Um, wow, actually, their, their injury history is pretty good um, in the sense that they don't get injured very often. Um, and when they do, um, they don't stay out for very long. Well, at least speaking in the case of uh, Salah, the longest he's been out um, was actually a month uh, that was back in 2015. In fact, his last injury was in 2016, uh, where he's run- ruptured his ankle ligaments that he- that kept him out for two weeks. Okay, um, but if you actually look, if you correlate the injuries that he's had since 2012, uh, 2012, 2013 to this date. Um, he hasn't actually missed a hell of a lot of games, and that's spread through three clubs. Okay, that's uh, so that's uh, Basel, um, Fiorentina, and Roma. So he hasn't actually been injured with us yet. Now, with Bobby, um, his injury record is actually even uh, better. Um, he he has been injured um, uh, while playing for us, but his last injury was uh, sixteen seventeen season. Um, he and that kept him out for 54 days. But generally speaking, he's been uh, fit and um, healthy. So, yeah, I mean, we do rely on him a lot. Um, My point is, to, it takes uh, all that those injuries. Understandable. Yeah. If you go back back to his time in Hoffenheim, I know yeah. it just takes one torn ACL though, and you're out for a year. That that's my point. In it, yeah, is the fact that it, it, it doesn't. It's it 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 takes one false step for someone hitting you the wrong way. Yeah, and your, your um, ligament's gone. Yeah, and there is no fifty four days. It's 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 nine months. It's um the, the major one that he suffered was in twelve uh, twenty twelve uh, twenty twelve April of twenty twelve, um, torn lateral uh, collateral ligament that got him out for hundred days, so three months. Also, three and a half months. Um, so that was his thing. So yeah, I I, I, I do understand um, what you're saying. Okay, then then now looking at the alternatives. Okay, and that's actually that's the second top, topic that I wanted to talk about is uh, Danny Ings. Uh, he said uh, uh, when he was out, he said from the moment I started training back with the lads, I tried to learn every day, especially from Bobby. He is a fantastic player with the way he plays and the amount of work he does for the team, not just on the ball, but off the ball as well. They are the things that I have to look at and learn from, and that's what I did over the months I was out. So my question to you now to Stan, can Danny Ings be Bobby Light? I think he can be Bobby Light from a pressing standpoint. I just don't think he has the technical ability that Bobby has. Um if you watch Bobby, just watch his feet. Watch how he moves with the ball and watch how he distributes the ball to other players that he's linking with. He's just so gifted and always two to three steps ahead of the play itself that he even I've, – I've noticed this. He outplays himself. Um, Ings just doesn't have that ability. Critty's right. I, he, I don't want to call another uh, – a professional garbage. I, I was a – second-rate goalkeeper in high school. So uh, there goes my experience. <laughs> but uh, just Inks just can't carry. He can't carry it up front. Uh, he's not even decent enough to be a super sub role. And I think there's like some sort of underlying cult following of his, you know, voting for the little guy and whatnot. And, okay. you know, he's got that great hipster beard going or whatever for him. But 
Um, <clears throat> sure, he can press. I can press. Hell, give me a pair of cleats right now. I can press for you for about 50 good minutes until my lungs uh, collapse. <laughs> However, pressing doesn't mean shit without, uh, w- without being able to do something on the fall. And if you're going to play an R role, if you're going to play in the nine, Mm. As a false nine, you need to be able to link with your wingers and be able to be a fulcrum with the midfield and with your fellow attackers. Mm. Ings just doesn't have that ability. Uh, he doesn't. And it's unfortunate. You know, I, it's a great story. And maybe he can, you know, be a, a target man for West Brom or, you know, a, a, or a, even a West Ham or even Powell. Go to the bidders, for Christ's sakes. But, you know, for a, a club with uh, European Championship a- aspirations and title title collection aspirations it just doesn't do it for me and you know like i said uh, i'll I'll just repeat this and i'll I'll end pressing wise completely technically wise not even championship level not even okay i posted a poll on twitter and asked the question do you think danny ings has the ability to be bobby light 532 votes it's quite close 36% 36% said yes, they think that he has the ability to be Bobby Light, but 33% said no, 31% said, uh, 31% said maybe, so it's quite evenly divided. Um, Aaron, did you vote on this? No, nah, I love you, but that's, it's a whole joke, okay. the, whole, the well, whole idea. Okay, so about... you don't think, you don't think he, 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 he has the capability to be? Not at all, not, not even in the slightest, unfortunately. Okay. Now, now oof, poor, poor Danny Ings. Uh, wow, I think we all three agree on this. <laughs> the, most of them who said no, basically, um, and the maybes, basically summarize saying that it's, it has to do with, you know, staying healthy. So suffering two serious knee injuries is, um, you know, not a simple thing. Coming back from it, um, you know, it's not easy. So that's the first thing, you know, being healthy. Uh, so whether he can fulfill that role, that's a different story. So, um, so do you then think? You know, and Chris says that um, he would want Divock or Rigi then back. Then uh, we're forgetting someone here. Okay, his his name is Dominic Solanke. There's another guy in this frame, uh, and uh, Klopp said that you know Dominic Solanke has been pushing the case to be selected. In fact, uh, Klopp said that it's becoming increasingly difficult, um, you know, to make the team, uh, and that's and that's a good. Uh, a good thing to, to, to place, place to be. He says it's really hard in the moment to make the squad, Klopp said. So are we discounting Solanke then when talking about Origi and, and uh, Danny Ings, Aaron? No, um, I'm glad you brought him up because to me, he should be um, higher than Ings and, and by a country miles, not even close. Okay. Uh, you know, the thing is, it, it makes you wonder because we all see what Danny Ings is about. We know his injury history. The idea that you would let you would let Origi go um, is a little mind-boggling to me. But then it's maybe because you saw something in Solanke, which I did too, and I think we all did um, in the preseason. Uh, I, I think there's a there's and it's funny to say this because he's he's younger than Ings. I mean, you can't tell by the look of Ings, but he's younger than Ings, and <laughs> he uh, he um, he to me he 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 has more upside at this point in his career, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and, I, and and like like um, like Stan said, you know, the guy works hard. That's great, but he's getting paid a lot of money. He should at least work hard. That's that's not enough to to win me over. Um, he showed he's he's shown me nothing since he's been at Liverpool. I know a lot of that's been injuries, but again, I just yeah, I don't I don't you know the, the 
the the I, I hate even talking about Firmino and what if he gets hurt because that's something I don't think we none of us want to have to face. Yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to be a little bit more, you know, optimistic and I even think that way. But yeah, Ings is just he, he's he's when I think about strikers, he, he's just not a guy. I mean, and, and he's on he's on a Liverpool team, so I'm going to support him as much as I can. But he's not someone I'm thinking about. If 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 there's something that happens with with our with our number nine, then I, I would hope that Solanke is the guy that Klopp thinks about. But Klopp kept Ings around. So there's something about him that he sees, something that we don't see, obviously. So yeah. It must be something in training or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's that whole good story feel, like, oh, he's worked so hard to get back. I got to give him a chance. You know, I don't know what it is, but yeah. I don't see anything in Ings at all. Zero. Okay, but what you are, uh, I think you're saying is you think that um, uh, Origi then is a good bench option. So, uh, you know. You, yeah, you... for sure. Okay. So, Stan, would you agree with that? Do you think it's good enough to be a bench option? Or do you think that's some a, a position, a role that should be prioritized in the summer window? Are we, are we talking about uh, Origi? Or yeah. are we talking about... Um, a center forward. So if, is, if Origi is good enough to be uh, uh, you know, a sub on the bench for as an option for a center forward or not, uh, is good enough. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Joe. I'm still kind of uh, disappointed in Klopp's decision to run him out to the Bundesliga. I thought he had... He had his moments at the end of last year. Actually, was a great money replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I won't. I, I don't actually have the numbers in front of me or the matches to really recall uh, off the top of my head. But I thought he was brilliant in in, in, in the moments that we needed just that pacey forward yeah. to fill it on the wings yeah. and to just be able to bring that attacking pressing. I thought he already had that natural pressing ability. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> As far as uh, being a sub, he could have filled in as the same role this year. I was very disappointed when I heard he was loaned out to Wolfsburg. That's fine that he needs to start if you think he needs to maybe have, uh, garner some sort of more aggressive attitude or more aggressive demeanor. But uh, he should be here right now. He should be at Melwood. He should be with Salah. He should be training. He should be destroying those wing backs just like Salah is. We day after day after day, and you would see a much better Divacarigi. And we wouldn't have the concerns that we do at, you know, behind Bobby. Because right now, literally, it's Dom or bust. And, you know, Dom is, I love Dom, but I don't think he's ready yet. I think he still needs to get out of that Chelsea mindset of just hanging out and waiting up top for the ball to be service to him. Mm. We're not that kind of team. So, um, Origi over Solanke for sure. Did Origi have double digits last year? I'm just curious. And goal score. Origi's stats right now, 43 appearances last year, 11 goals, 34 appearances in the Premier League, 7 goals. Uh, National Cup, 3 appearances, 1 goal. And in the League Cup, 6 appearances, 3 goals. You did a so how many goals does Danny have? Why you send Why send him to Wolfsburg? Why? I just don't and get how many, it. Sorry. And how, many, and how many goals does Danny Ings and Solanke have combined? Oh. Danny Ings' total appearances for Liverpool in three seasons, 17, uh. three goals, all three of which were in the 2015-16 season. But, All right. But he's been out. He's been, uh, l- l- numbers speak for itself. Numbers speak for itself. I, I, yeah, but he's been out. He's been out for a really, right, really a long time. Point where you, yeah. you kinda, it's a business and you kind of yeah. have to cut bait. Agreed. Agreed, okay. Critty. Sim- Agreed. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, harsh world. <laughs> it's, a, it's a harsh world, my friend. You got it right. Uh, Stan, there, Stan, stands on the point. There, there was some um, things that I was reading uh, prior to uh, Origi being loaned out. Uh, you know, he was making some noises about not starting and 
not playing a lot and stuff like that. And of course, the, 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 the manager could, you know, just stamp his foot down and say, no, you're not going anywhere. You're just going to have to, 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 to bid your time and, and, and prove yourself in training. And when the opportunity comes, I'm going to give it to you. Or in this case, Klopp said, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm going to let him go. And, you know, he's going to... And he's, um, he's actually proving himself to be an asset to Wolfsburg, right? He's, he's doing quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, he's got, he's got five goals and 20 appearances in the Bundesliga. So, yeah, he is. Not bad. So, can, so, can we actually say that it was the wrong decision because we're doing good, he's doing good? So, is it the wrong decision? He's not doing good for uh, Liverpool. So, I, personally, I, it doesn't really make a difference to me. I mean, he's, I'm glad he's doing good at Wolfsburg, but mm. I, I guess my main thing is that he could be doing that for us. That's five, that five goals. You said five, right, Critty? Yeah, five. So that five could could help us. It could yeah. be more at Liverpool. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's amazing that he's he's gone off to another team and he's apparently helping them. But he, he's not yeah. helping Liverpool. So, uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing with this. You had, at the beginning of the season, you had to get rid of one and you had to keep the other. You had to either get rid of Sturridge and keep Origi or get rid of or keep Sturridge and get rid of Origi. They got rid of both of them, which I think is a fatal error. I think that they could have stood to kept one of the two. I think they got rid of the wrong one, and they kept mm-hmm. the wrong one. Yep, and correct. Now they got rid of both, correct. so now you have neither of the two. I mean, look at Sturridge now. We, we look. We we see what it is, man. We see what it is. I'll be shocked if we get any. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, what are you saying, Aaron? What are you saying, Aaron? Get <laughs> it out. What? By what? By what? You see what it is. Let it out. What, what are you saying? Don't hold uh, back. I'm just, oh no, I'm just saying. I mean, Sturridge just. I mean, we, we see he's made of plastic. He's just. Oh, okay. I'm not Sorry, you oh, asked sorry. Did, did, I, did I not live up? Did I not live up to your dreams? My bad, man. No, man. No. No. How are we going to get any money for him? Seriously, he's going to come back. Maybe he's going to go on loan again, and then he's going to wind his contract. Yeah, you're going to. I mean, there's some teams. There's some teams. In the in you know in the Bundesliga or somebody like that 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 you can and his wages you can as well sell, you can sell him to I mean you you want you, look you, you want money for for Daniel Sturridge you're, you're not you just got to understand you're going to get less than you want that's just that's what's, just, what, what's, that's what's the number you think give give me an, everybody give me a number that you think he's we can actually get for him right now five honestly five five I, five I was gonna say I was gonna say ten million euros five five ten yeah yeah sounds about there yeah yeah, yeah that's about there. right yeah. No, but but the yeah. problem with him is the problem. The issue with him is to do with his wages. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's, main that's the issue. You'd have to eat. You'd have to eat the cost. You'd literally have to eat the cost. I don't know how many years he's had. He has left on his contract, but you would have to eat a significant portion of whatever's left. You'd have to eat it. It's it's a bit catch twenty two, isn't it? So he could say. You know, no, nah, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just going to sit on this. What's he getting in a moment? 120 or something like that? 120? Yeah. 120? What? 120? Yeah, he's on quite what? high wages, actually. He's a big drag on the, on the... I'm sorry to use this terms on Daniel Sturridge. I love him. I love him. I love him. I do, I'm too. Just, just, but, just, I mean, I'm just looking at it objectively. I mean, he's a drag on the It's not 2014 board. anymore. It's not. <laughs> and, 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 I'm getting old, too. Now, bearing in mind... He's, he's earning... So here's the deal on him. So his contract is he's he's into twenty nine end of twenty nineteen, yeah. and he's making looks like roughly one hundred fifty thousand pounds a week. Oh my god! Oh and my god! And it, it still appears 
you know, if he can, Inter Milan still have an interest in him. So that's that's a, that's a suitor, and and you're just going to have to understand, or we're going to have to understand that Inter's not going to pay more than 10, 12 million euros for, for for him because he's a he's he's pushing thirty, and as Aaron so appropriately pointed out, I mean, he literally is made of of, of shattered glass. I mean, at this point, mm-hmm. so. Um, you, I, I, but Inter's not going to take that salary. They can't afford. They can't afford to do that. So I don't. And so you then you get down to the teams like, well, maybe you can sell them. To, you know, you can sell them outright to West Brom. No, no, you can't because they can't. They can't afford to have a player like that who's mm-hmm. not going to play for them. Sturridge needs some of that vibranium from um, <laughs> Black Panther. You need that vibranium, man. And the suit yeah. as well. <laughs> Falling over like damn, that. Damn, Aaron, no oh. spoilers, man. I told you I'm going to see oh, it. There's damn. no my spoilers. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Stan, everyone dies in the end. Oh, oh sorry. That, that's the, oh, wait, oh, that's the next yeah. movie in April. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, though, what, what, in that, what, did anybody see that West Brom game when he fell over again? Yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah. What, so what exactly happened? Did he, was he, he just I heard no, he barely was touched. Yeah, he just pulled. He just pulled a hammy, I think. So I actually hammy. tuned in specifically oh, okay. for that match, and I tuned in at the fifth minute. I heard he went off at the fourth. They got yeah. scored on at mm. the eleventh. I, I it's, it's, he's done. He's done. I mean, and of course, done. at the end, he said that he was devastated, that you know he got injured, and and that he was trying to. Uh, it's just his body is just not working. It's not in sync with him. It's just, just unbelievable. Transfer mark still has him rated as twenty million pounds. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Twenty million pounds. Cases. Contract expires June thirtieth, twenty nineteen. So he's he will be a Liverpool. He has a co- Liverpool contract until the end of next season. So that's yeah. I mean we're mm. okay. Let, kind of in a bind here. Okay, let, let's move away from this. Let's get back to this um, thing. Okay, um, let, let's talk about let's talk about where we would want to be strengthening in the summer. Okay, um, let's talk about the positions and also the prioritizations. So, on the offensive um, side, uh, do you think we need any further reinforcements? Uh, let's go, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, um, which role specifically? Kate, um, Emery's looking like he's going to no, leave. No, offensive, just, offensive. In my opinion. Offensive. The attack. So you mean, oh, attack. okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say knee, but, well, yeah, I think we do for cover. Um, definitely okay. a couple of wingers if we can, maybe an attacking uh, midfielder. Um, I like what we have, but definitely you can't run them down, you know, to the end. You, you got to have some, some backup. So, yeah, I, I, I'd like to see a winger or two or an attacking midfielder. Okay, so so more cover for 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 Mane and uh, Salah Mane. Yeah, Salah, Salah Mane, Mane. Salah Mane. Uh, Chris, offensive. Any real need? Um, Bearing in mind we have Divock. I mean, yeah, we we have Divock. We have just, um, Wilson, if he does good, finally, eventually, um, uh, we have, um, who else do we have? Shit, we don't have anyone else. <laughs> I like the, so I like in, you know, in the midfield, uh, I like. Uh, Hold on, just offensive, like just Oxford stay on the offensive. Just, just, just stay on offensive. Oh, you're just talking about the offensive. Forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forwards, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, as I said, we need a backup center forward. 
And okay. which we don't need because you, know, you said uh, DevOp it fills that fills that. Role. Yeah, yeah, we've got him. We've got so that guy fine. already on the on technically on the roster, so we'll just in, you know in, inherit him back. But uh, from the front of the lineup, uh, you know, I'd like to have possibly just just one backup winger. I'd love to have uh, Loibert from like Ajax to be like an understudy to Salah or uh, Mane. Okay. He would be a fantastic player. Brilliant. To, uh, Brilliant, Critty. Brilliant. I'm sorry to cut you up. Brilliant. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's all I would add is someone like that okay. in, the, uh, in the summer transfer window. He'd be fantastic to come in and, and, and kind of uh, substitute for those two guys. Okay. Uh, Stan? Um, Steam just uh, offensive. I, attack. Just one guy. Uh, attack no, do you, wise. Do you, do you uh, think that we Charleston. need for? Oh, sorry. Do you think that we need further reinforcements in that in that area? Uh, I'd love a uh, another winger. And as far as uh, from the PL and whom, uh, who, who, whom? I can never get that right. Um, as far as uh, the person that I identify the mm. uh, best, uh, Richardson. From uh, Watford, uh, I think his pace, his creativity, Richarlison, he, mm-hmm. Richarlison, yep, yeah, uh, I, I, I think he's brilliant. Uh, he's a hard worker. He's aggressive. Uh, he plays both ends very well. He can track back like with the best of them, and he's been a, a great cog in a, in a press, another impressive Watford side this year. So that's that would be my key. I uh, bring back Origi, uh, Origi. I think will be fine as far as the forwards are concerned. Salah mm-hmm. would be fine. Uh, another winger. This is this is a Sane, uh, 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 Mane Salah backup essentially. Yeah, I uh, like um, yeah. Kelsey Martins from uh, Sporting. I watched the game with Ooh, his, he's uh, good the too. Night yeah. in Portuguese league. I like I like him a lot. Uh, but yeah, Richarlison is a good shout. Mount Martins mm-hmm. as well. And what's his, his? Aaron, you and I talked about him, didn't we? Or I I talked with someone about him. Uh, I've I've been kind of. Get, trying to get that train going. Hopefully, uh, John no. Harry's I was, I was, I was creep, I was creeping on the um, groove track, and then I, I tweeted something about uh, Richarlison because I've been saying that for a long time. And then you guys were talking about. It, I was like, up, oh, you guys stamped it. Not only Richarlison, but uh, also uh, Decore. That's another, that's another story. Yeah, Decore, I love Decore. I love Decore. Yeah, we could just take like, after club. I want yeah, Dini too, but that's near here and there. I think Richarlison wants out. Just by his body language, I could be wrong, but I, I think he'd love to, to be. At I mean, Liverpool. if you know that you're good, you have a certain standard, and you've, you know, uh, paid your dues uh, in the prem. I uh, see you sort of scoped out the competition. Do you really want to be staying at Watford? I mean, let's be honest. Well, the problem there is, and not to get on about Watford, this is an LFC pod, but um, Silva brought in with Charles Richardson um, this summer. So when Silva was out, oh, that's right. That's you right. Lost, you, you lost with Charleston as well. Because you lost him as well. Mm. What you got? What you got rid of Silva? So uh, if we can get him on board this summer, I I, I consider him to be uh, kind of like how we brought on Barnsley. Um, not obviously, you know, Barnes was world class and you know one of the legends of world football, but I could see him potentially being uh, in a similar mode. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to move back then right now. So as you look right at the front now, I'm going to go right to the back. Is defense now sorted, Aaron? And if it isn't, who do you think can sort it? It's not sorted. Um, I'm not sure who, because I've been praying to Jesus 
for a long time being a Liverpool fan. He can't even sort it. So <laughs> if he can't sort it, I'm not sure who. Um, I, I, th- I will say that I think since Van Dyke has been there, even though he's had a couple of hiccups, but that's, you know, you, you expect that being a new team. Right away already, Lovren looks better, improved. Uh, let me say improved. Uh, yeah. Matchup as well. Carrius as well. Yeah. What I want from Klopp is to have a consistent back four. It's too much of this switching and who's playing and who's not. I think you got to come down with with a, with a consistent back four. Um, I think, like I said, Virgil van Dijk has definitely done some good things, um, showing his leadership, and has gotten guys in the right place. Who can come in? Uh, I don't know. There's so many out there. I personally like uh, the guy at uh, Napoli, Kolobali, I think his name is. Kolobali, um, yes. But yes. But, he, but he's very similar in a way to... Van Dyke, I kind of want a bruiser. Van Dyke can be bruiser, but he's more like that elegant. I mean, you see him playing. He's real elegant and mm-hmm. on the ball. So I feel like we need something slightly opposite from that. I don't know. I love that guy from Napoli, though. I really love him. So I don't, I don't know who the answer is, but it's definitely not – we're definitely not the finished article of defense. I don't want anybody to get too excited because we've had a few clean sheets. Well, so we definitely need somebody else in there. The point about um, having a consistent backfall, at least with regards to the centre-backs, it's got a lot to do with the fact that – um, Lovren and Matip, as well as Clavin, have had their injury issues this season. Uh, so, in various points of time, they've, they've, you know, one or the other has been unavailable. So he's had it, had to, um, you know, chop and change a little bit. Throw Joe Gomez in there. I think there was one point Emery Chan was playing, and there was that last season. I can't remember such a blur. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was earlier that this was recently. The season yeah, as well. Was, um, we had to play with a with a back five. Yeah. So okay, um, so yeah, so VVD is, is 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 there. He's elevated. He's good himself. He's elevated standards of everyone else that plays alongside him. Uh, we all, of course know the story with the goalkeeping situation, um, and it seems right now that we have a way forward as long as Karius holds up his end of the bargain and proves himself worthy of the shirt. Um, then, of course, the question then is, of course, is Migzi going? I think yes. Uh, and, and then that's the case. Is then a goalkeeper going to come in? Uh, question mark. I don't know. I think so, yes. Because I don't think we're just going to have Carriers and Ward. Uh, they probably need to have another top right. one in there. So, okay, but centre-backs-wise, so we have um, VVD, we have Mati, we have Lovren, we have Klavan, we have Gomez. Is that enough on centre-backs? Or- no, not at all. Um, and I'm... I don't pay too close attention to um, center backs worldwide, but I do believe uh, Michael Keane, if we can rescue him from Everton, maybe he would be the uh, the compliment the, the, the compliment next to VVD. I, I know he's looked like trash this year. It's been a dumpster fire, but Ashley Williams yeah. is an absolute scrub. Ashley Williams okay. is hot fucking trash. So if you can maybe get Keto out of there, and, you know, maybe get him in the Millwood, you know, maybe get him on the cheap. Maybe he's a quick sell. Mm. Uh, that's just somebody I've kind of had my eye on for a little while now. Um, also, um, Winston. Reed hey, I from, just want to uh, say that you look a bit like Ashley Williams. Hey, you look a bit like Ashley Williams. Bro. Wait, who, who, oh, oh myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, had to, you, had to, you had to be sure. Like, what? Who? Huh? Turn on the, <laughs> turn, I, I, is it just I, as I said I, that he turned I, on I, his I, lights? Listen, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take Ben Mee or Tarkovsky from Burnley over that guy, Keane. I, I don't know what you see in him. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not seeing too much from Keane. You know what? Tarkovsky is actually really good. He's he's another great one. Um, 
I really like Winston Reed, though. I really like. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, I'm gonna go to Critty on this one. Okay, uh, do you think our fullback positions are sorted now? Pliny is back in training. Of course, our West Ham game is too too close for him. Pliny is back, and then we've got Trent Alexander Arnold. We've got um, Stan's favorite player, Robbo. <laughs> um, and of course, we have <laughs> LB. We have LB. So, do you think that's sorted? Um, fullbacks, Chris. Both sides. Uh, well, one more thing about the center backs that yeah. which isn't sorted. Uh, I think one guy I would love to have if we. I think he's going to get bored playing in where he is right now. And he's another Jurgen Klopp guy back from Dortmund. Okay. And he would be a perfect complement to Virgil van Dijk would be Mats Hummels. He's a uh, he's world-class center back, plays for the German national team, World Cup winner. Uh, he's won everything there is to win in the sport He's not going to come, though, right? He's not going to come. Sorry? He's not going to come. Is yeah, he I mean, older now? Liverpool, Liverpool is just as attractive as Bayern because of the fact that Bayern plays in a league that is basically the Eredivisie. The Bundesliga is a joke. Uh, they win it by 20 points every season. I mean, if you're a competitor, you want to yeah. go play in the best league in the world. Yeah, I, I think the best league in the world is the English Premier League. No, I, so, I, understand, I understand that. But Klopp himself is, you know, doesn't seem too keen to be to be reunited with former players. Yeah, he probably exactly. just too. Well, he's he's he said, you know, the best player he ever he has ever had mm. in his entire time coming up is Mario Götze. So I mean, you know, I, I don't. I know there was some rumors swirling around the fact that he might come to Liverpool at one point, but if, if you're looking, if you're looking to solidify something, you know, I, I'm 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 throwing this fantasy booking out there. I, do I believe that Matsumos is coming to Liverpool? No, I, I do I don't. But um, if you said, hey, here's 50 million euros, go buy the next best center back, you know, that you that chemistry wise will fit in and that will be a complimentary piece to Virgil Van Dijk, who's a badass. Then you have Mats Hummels, who's who brings another whole skill set to the equation, and you have a complete duo back there. As yeah. far as the fullback position goes, I love our fullbacks. I think A. Rob is playing well. I, I love Trent Alexander Arnold from top to bottom. I think he's a fantastic uh, in, in every single way. Uh, there's some good depth there. You have Alberto Mourinho is coming back in the squad. He's you know going to try and compete for a spot back. He really really wants to play for this Liverpool side and that keeps you hungry. That's going to keep you that's going to keep you pushing to try and get in that starting 11 to try and play Champions League football to try and get into some uh, uh, big time Premier League matches against Manchester United still on the table. We still have to play uh, uh, Chelsea at some point. So Yeah man, but, but uh, tell no. me okay, come, coming back. Tell me about our fullback situation. You think we're sorted there? Yeah, I do. So okay, that's That's what, no, that's what I was just saying. I I, I don't I don't so, Okay, so I don't think there has to be much much change. I think that the young up and comers that we, I think the okay. purchase of Robertson was fantastic last year for for pennies to the dollar of getting him from Hull City. I mean they okay. were going down, so they you know he was going to be sold. Um, yeah, Nathaniel Klein, as you said, is going to come back in the squad. I'm I'm really anxious to see what he's going to do. I, I I have I have no qualms with the fullback position. I think I I okay. I would say that right now. Uh, I don't see. I'm not. I'm not hitting the panic button on that position at all. It's one of the okay. few positions that I say the depth is good, uh, the players are good, yeah. and there's a good balance of youth and experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we are going to take a short musical break, um, but when we come back, we're going to spend a little bit more time on the midfield, uh, specifically talking about Kita uh, and matters surrounding the midfield and him. Uh, so don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Thank you. 
So now, after being at the center of angry scenes in a sides clash with Eintracht Frankfurt on Monday night, I posted a poll on Twitter again, and I asked if Naby Keita is just a competitive baller or too reckless for the Premier League. We had 275 votes and the final results, 84%. So that's quite conclusively said that he is just competitive. Oh, uh, someone's yawning at you, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Chris Williams, Chris Williams, who covers the Bundesliga, uh, tweeted after that game, Nabikita terrorizing players left, right and center. He's a proper knock. Will get under the skin of many a Premier League player next season. All right. So then I pulled up um, Squawker stats for Nabikita uh, for his perf- uh, performances in the Bundesliga this season. Uh, as well as last season, as well as his season in the Champions League this year. Um, and he has, uh, this could be a bit old now, I'm not sure, but he's got two, one red card, two red cards in the Bundesliga this season. 18 games played, one red card, five yellow cards, and five of those were for bad tackles. Uh, last season, he had no red cards. Uh, eight yellow cards, uh, six of them were for bad tackles. In the Champions League, no red cards. Uh, that's this season, by the way. No red cards, one yellow card, and, and, and that was for a bad tackle. And I compared it with Emre Chan. Emre Chan this season has eight yellow cards, and four of those were for bad tackles. So, I'm going to go firstly to... Hmm, how shall I open this can of worms? Okay, let's start with you, Aaron. Let's start with you, Aaron. So my question here is, is Keita a badass or is he a tackling bastard? He needs to he needs to mop up on that. What do you think? He's a badass and a nasty tackler, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't think he needs to clean up on anything. Okay. Um, you know, you think about some of the great midfielders, and I hate to say this being a Liverpool fan, but yeah. Roy Keane, he mm-hmm. was a shithouse, but... I mean, <laughs> he was amazing at what he did. Yeah. And I doubt anyone, and I know the game has changed, but I doubt anyone said, oh, you know, somebody needs to pull him to the side. He needs to clean up his act. No, he was that engine in the midfield. And I think there's a lot of things going on with Keita right now. Okay. Um, Fair enough, yeah. And then if, if, if people know, then they know. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about it. But yeah. you talked about the season before this one. Yeah. And he wasn't getting red cards left and right. Yeah. I think he's anxious to get out of there. I think he's anxious about some other things that's going around that mm-hmm. people have said about him, things of that nature. Um, the tackle, the, the situation in the Frankfurt game, they're labeling, they're labeling it a, a brawl, which is laughable. I mean, it, it wasn't that serious. There was some pushing, some shoving. And if you watch that first, the first half of that game, it was hot. You know, tempers were flaring and, you know, um, Leipzig got a, a penalty shot called back for VAR. I mean, it was a hot game. Those teams are trying to fight in and around Bayern. Bayern's going to win that, but these teams are trying to get these places. So yeah. it's a hot game. Mm-hmm. I think what Keita has within him is what we need. That fire, that still. I'm tired of Liverpool winning winning awards for being the nicest team in the league. I'm tired of that. We need that fire in the midfield. We've been calling for it. So for, any, for, for anyone, everybody has their opinion, but for anyone to say, Oh, you know, he, he needs to tone that down before he comes to the league. I just don't subscribe to that. That's just my opinion. I think everything he has 
I hope he keeps it. I know they clobber it. No one needs to pull him to the side or say anything to him. He needs to keep what he has in him. Of course, I don't want to see him getting red cards every month. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a red card here and there is okay. Um, I think we need that. And I can't wait till he, he puts on a red shirt. I can't wait. Okay. So now I'm going to go to the flip side of the coin here and go to Critty. But before that, I'm just going to read something that was uh, covered in ESPN. Uh, so Guido Schiefer, a former Mines player, um, was asked if things have changed for Keita before, you know, since putting pen to paper on his Anfield move. He said no. Uh, he's had a few scenes like that, and this is referring to his, you know, um, uh, you know, X-rated tackles and, and stuff like that. Uh, already that last season, uh, he said that he needed time to get accustomed to the Bundesliga and then became a, a much more aggressive. Okay, this is said by Uli Kromer, uh, one of the journalists that covers Red Bull uh, Leipzig. Uh, those close to Leipzig believe that an unhealthy mix of inexperience, bad decision-making and reputation have led to Keita's recent troubles. Uh, the referees believe that he is a very, very tough player, which he isn't. Okay? Uh, the referees look at him differently now following his red cards. He has this reputation, so he can't do much to shake it, can't do much to change it. Uh, maybe we as a team have to help him. He's on the receiving end a lot. Okay, Chris. On which side of the coin do you fall on this? Is he aggressive or is he reckless? So, the chat from earlier, okay, so this is, we disagreed on this, but yeah. a lot of, now that we're not typing on a keyboard yeah. and we're talking, there, there is a lot of what Aaron said that I do agree with. Yeah. Um, I watched RB Leipzig quite a bit because I follow the Bundesliga and write for the Bundesliga. Yeah. And um, Nabi Keita is a, fantastic talent and he is that uh the guy that's going to at least i mean I, i've never seen him not perceived as a tough player he he kind of has built that reputation i don't know where guido's coming from on that that's his opinion i, I guess I, I i'll give him that uh he does have though if you listen to a lot of podcasts that are around the bundesliga and, and, and talk specifically about rb leipzig because they are a relevant team they're mm -hmm. a champions league side mm -hmm. uh, they're right back in the mix for champions league this year they do see him as as an enforcer, if you will. He's he's in a, he's an enforcer, and in that particular role as an enforcer, Liverpool can take off the bow tie and the tuxedo because we're the nice guys, and he can come in there and be that snot nosed guy that's gonna that's gonna you know punch you in the face and, and and get in your face and defend his teammates and and do this that and the other, and, and he can be that enforcer. But yeah. as far as it pertains to his playing style, yeah. he is. His, his timing is poor in his tackles. He he he, he <clears throat> tackles and slides in without much thought. He okay. doesn't give. He, he some of the tackles you see, he doesn't even aim for the ball. He literally is trying to. Uh, I don't want to say hurt the player because mm -hmm. I don't want to accuse him of that. Yeah. But he's certainly not going for the ball. And the goal of a slide tackle is to go after the ball, not yeah. the other person's shoe or foot or boots or whatever it is or ankles or or shin. Yeah. And Keita has. This season, in particular, more times than not, mm -hmm. um, he's 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 done exactly the opposite of going for the ball. Now right. he's built himself a reputation in the Bundesliga as a dirty player. He is a dirty player in the perception of Bundesliga fans in terms of, and and RB Leipzig is a very unpopular club because of how they came to be. So right. that may have some bearing on it as well. If he was playing for, you know, Gladbach or Dortmund or Cologne, it might be a different story. But uh, that just adds to it. But he does himself no favors with that reputation, so to speak, following him over. Now, the Premier League is a very physical league yeah. uh, in and of itself. So mm -hmm. depending on how referees look at it, he may 
get away with more things in England than he would in Germany. That okay. that may also factor into it. Um, I would like to see him be more deliberate. He can be a tough guy. He can be an enforcer, and he sure. can be the guy that's going to get in your face and say, "Yeah, not today, not at Anfield, not no, no, sir." Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Do that, but don't be stupid about it. Don't don't be reckless. And and no, I disagree that an occasional red card is okay. I don't ever want to be down to ten men unless you're playing. You know, a, 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 a second second league, a second tier side or a third tier side, and, and a meaningless, you know, Carabao Cup game. Yeah. No, I don't want Liverpool to be down mm-hmm. to ten men ever. So I don't want to see him get a red card. Um, he just needs to he needs to think before he does things, and he can still be that that mm-hmm. uh, enforcer that he he has come to be at RB Leipzig. Just be more intelligent about it. That's all I ask. Okay, I think both of you make very valid points. I uh, all. I I can agree with both of what you said. Um, Stan, we know that a reputation um, on the football pitch is hard to shake off, especially in the Premier League. Um, And if you have a bad reputation with the the referees, okay, firstly, I'm not validating the quality of the Premier League referees because they are shite. But oh my god, okay, yeah, but yeah, but um, things like bad reputation, a certain perception of you in the eyes and the mind and the thoughts of the referee stick stick to you, it's the same as what is happening in the Bundesliga, right? So, um, we also know that Keita is like an emperor with new clothes. Um, he's he's in a kind of like you know, in the forefront right now, making plays happen, high energy, high pressing. All the good stuff, all the stuff that we want to, we want to have and we do as well. Um, but I'm looking at the stats, okay? Bundes- our Bundesliga sides targeting Nabi Keita in 2016-17. Per 90 minutes, he was fouled 1.9, dispossessed in over 90 minutes 1.6. This season, those numbers have just doubled, 3.1 and 2.9. So he is actually um, getting a lot of scrutiny from his players and also getting a lot of scrutiny from the referees. Um, what do you think about this situation? Do you think there's something for him to rein in or no? This is the kind of player that we want, Stan. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I, I, Critty, you really backed off a lot there. I was expecting explosives <laughs> coming into this debate based off of uh, our discussion this afternoon. Um, with that said... No, I made, um, I, made the, I made the same points. I just, you know... You did, you did. I said I called him. I called him a dirty player. In Germany, he is known as a dirty player, and he and I'm saying he is that. I, I don't think that he would be that necessarily coming to England. But then again, that reputation, as Joe just pointed out, it, it follows you. So he's already bringing that baggage with him. So mm. I don't know if that's going to influence the referees to hey, keep an eye out on that Kada kid or, or, yeah. or whatever. But um, no, that was my whole point: is that he 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 is he can be the enforcer but just be more intelligent okay. about it and then you'll be a smart tough guy instead of yeah. a stupid tough guy okay Steve. there are yeah. uh, the, oh, i'm sorry joe um uh, my apologies I, I there's a lot to to come off of here um and i have a couple theories as well okay. uh firstly i think he wants out desperately um knowing playing for another side when you already have an agreement to go somewhere else is a terrible idea I think that plays into his mindset as well. Mind you, I haven't watched much of Leipzig uh, this year or to date, um, besides maybe a couple of Champions League matches uh, uh, here and there in the group stages. Um, I just feel as though he desperately wants to be in a Liverpool kit, and I could, I feel as though he already sees himself you, you know, in I, our I, jersey. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I, yeah, I, sure. yeah, maybe, but 
it's he's got a really odd way of showing it though if it's just through the tackling because he's also scoring goals and putting in man of the match performances as well hello very weird he's like well phil phil did the same superstar thing he, man uh, before he pissed off yeah phil did the same thing i mean as far as actually stepping up his performances mm. and you know maybe it's ah Okay, you might be right, Joe. As far as you're making a lot of good points, Stan. I mean, the thing with Leipzig is that they're not. They're still. They were Champions League side this year. They're going to be a Champions League side next year, and they're still playing Europa League, which they just went to Napoli and won at the Sao Paulo. I mean, right? Exactly. So they're they're still playing for stuff. I mean, Keita, like, it only looks good for him if 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 Leipzig gets like the quarterfinals of the of the Europa League and they finish top four in the Bundesliga. It just makes life. It just makes Kato look even better, for sure. And um, I, you know, I had another point off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. All in all, though, I I, I just think uh, okay, we talk about the pace of play in the, in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe that the fact that it, it, it's so much of a faster league, and don't make, get me wrong, Bundesliga is fairly fast as well. It's a very pacey league, uh, but just as far as with the Premier League, you have harsher tackles, you have better players. You have less time in the ball. I think that actually plays in the case's favor. Oh, really? I yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I, I really do believe so because you see a lot of harsh challenges weekend and week out in the Premier League. Okay, you so see guys. Okay, you, you see guys not getting bookings. I, I'm sorry. I, I, okay, I, I, okay, I, okay, I, I see what watch you're saying. Power, right. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I see guys just not getting the bookings that they deserve. So, so what you're saying um, is that he's got a little bit more leeway. Is that what you're saying? I think he'll get a, a little bit, not much, but just mm-hmm. enough. Now, we don't need him to be getting uh, cautions week, at, week after week, and then yeah. you know he gets suspended every every other month. We don't need that. Um, as I was saying earlier this afternoon to Critty and Aaron, I think that will temper off with, with age, with maturity. Uh, you get sick and tired of seeing yourself suspended for key fixtures. With that being said... I, I appreciate the aggressiveness, and I, I'm right there with Aaron. I'm sick and tired of seeing these nice, nice guys. Yeah. Hendo is, is a decent player, but I don't want a nice guy. I want somebody to stick a boot up the boy in his ass next year, <laughs> and I think Kite is that guy. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, his part, uh, potential partners in midfield next season. I'm going to just one, uh, one more address another point here. Then, so earlier this uh, this week, I also posted another tweet uh, about Dele Ali and all these diving antics, right? Okay, and I said that you know we dodged a bullet with him, dodged a bullet with him. We dived, we dived to dodge that bu- Delhi Ali uh, uh, bullet, okay? Because I would be ashamed to see Delhi Ali in a Liverpool shirt. And then someone said, someone replied and said that no, you know Jurgen Klopp would have reined him in, you know he would have, you know uh, he would be a different kind of player. The same thing with with uh, Keith, with this Keita argument. Uh, someone actually replied to this poll and said that okay, yeah, uh, Klopp would rein him in. What's that about? Rain him in how? Was he able to rain Sarko in? <laughs> oh, what's no. that? What's that deal? What's what does he? What do they actually mean by that? Put you know, whisper into his ears, sweet nothings, and say you know. No, don't, they don't, I don't think, put your boot I in. I think because um, I said something similar. Um, I think what that essentially means is you know, Klopp is going to. Klopp is going to say, these are my expectations. This is how okay. you play at Liverpool. This is how you're going to conduct yourself. Okay. And as Sacco found out, and as Balotelli found out, mm-hmm. you yep. don't abide by that, you get shipped out. It's quite yeah. quite simple, actually. Yep. If you 
Yeah, there's a certain way that that Jurgen Klopp expects you to play, a certain way that Jurgen Klopp expects you to act, okay. and a certain way that he expects you to conduct business. And if you don't conduct business in his way, you will not play. You will not. You won't. Wear, you may wear a red shirt, but it might be, uh, you know, playing for Mainz or somebody. It's not going to be playing for Liverpool. He he's not going to have it. So that that's what it is. Is 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 to say, he's a players. He's a players manager. Yeah. That's you know, as they say in American sports, he's a players coach. Yeah. So. He's, you know, he he he'll, he'll talk to the the guy the the, the lads and they'll, they'll you know he establishes a relationship with them. It's yeah. it's, it's kind of like a uh, you could say big brother, little brother, father son, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And it's you know a lot of those players buy in. So many Liverpool players in the last two three years now, two I'm going on three years, have bought into the system and look how it's improved since Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. So if if I think Kate is a smart kid. Yeah. And he wants to play for Liverpool. He, he stated that numerous times. He wants to wear that red shirt. I believe he'll come there and he will straighten up. I think that he. Okay. I think he'll be a little bit more deliberate. And Klopp's going to tell him, "Look, I like the way. You, I, I love your zingers. That's fine. But just okay. make sure you just be a little bit more intelligent about them. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying I don't want Kita to change that much. I just want yeah. him to be more deliberate yeah. and more and more thoughtful in what he does. And I think that's where Klopp will rein him in is to teach him, okay. hey. This is the right time to do this. This is the wrong time to do this. You know, you're only going to you're going to yeah. get so many chances. And if you blow those at the end of the day, two, three years from now, you're going to be wearing a different shirt. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And personally, if you ask me, I think he's really the player that the kind of player that we need. And, you know, he's maybe it's what you said, maybe temper a little bit. Uh, he of course, he needs, he's going to come into a new league. Um, I think the role, I think, is going to be quite similar, I think. Um, so I don't think there's going to be much change there, um, you know. But we still need that. We still need that. Um, how do you say controlled aggression? I mean, Emery Emery has been getting yellow cards uh, left, right, and center this season as well. So you know, for for pretty silly fouls and niggly kind of fouls. So I'm not so sure about. I'm not so sure about you know the leeway part that Stan mentioned. Um, I am concerned about the reputation. I am concerned about the pace of the game actually being a negative rather than a positive because then the rush of blood is actually just going to get faster as he's going to yeah, rush more. Yeah, so that's the that's the thing. But you know what? At the end of the day, he's he has he possesses the qualities in different aspects in, in terms of temperament, uh, in terms of quality and skill and ability on the ball um, that we want. Uh, but again, as I think, uh, you know, as uh, Chris, you said, uh, Stan, you said, uh, you know, the maturity will come in. And then the talk, as Chris said, uh, from Klopp, you know, in terms of being communicated, uh, the expectation being communicated to him should temper him somewhat. Okay, now, now coming back to coming to the question on who will partner him in the midfield next season, we do know uh, that Keita is the most attacking okay, in a midfield three, in a 4-3-3 three, three that we tend to play. Um, he's the most attacking of that three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that would be in. But so in our current roster, we have we would have him. We're talking about next season. Him, um, uh, Ox, um, Millie, and Lalana. So these are our, our attacking midfielders. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now my question here is. What role do you see him playing? Currently, his role, which is more like a box-to-box, shuttling kind of role? Because the only guy who is able to do... Th- well, there are only two guys who are able to do that. And they're both not doing it. And that is Jordan Henderson. Where people believe that that's actually his best position. 
but now he's being pinned back. And I think the reason why he's being pinned back is because he's not scoring enough. So Klopp said, you know what? Fuck this. You know, you just sit further back. Game intelligence, use that to your advantage. Try and pick the lock. Control the tempo of the game. And you do that. Emery, there's a digression there. He's scoring goals this season. Very inconsistent. So then is, and we also know that Emery, I think is most likely he's, he's going to be out the door. Uh, this summer anyway, right? So it's, I think Kriti said, you know, he's going to go to Juventus, replace Kadira, and he's going to be a superstar there. Okay, good for him. So is that his role then? Box to box. Hendo sits back and Kita for the, for the front. Chris? Uh, well, here's the thing. If you're playing the 4-3-3, like we so many times do, if you're playing three midfield, four in the back, three in the front, I don't see a place for Jordan Henderson in that lineup. Uh, if you're going to play... You know, Keita doesn't play left mid or right mid. He plays center mid. He can play defensive center mid. He can play attacking center mid. He can play straight up box-to-box center mid. He can play any one of those three sort of roles in that center midfield lot. But he's you you either you got to choose basically Wijnaldum and Ox on either side of him, and or you can obviously you can move Millie up if you want to. Um, But Jordan Henderson plays a similar role to. What Nabi Keita, I think Nabi Keita, I hate to say this, he's replacing Jordan Henderson. He is the replacement, the club replacement for Hendo. The days of Hendo and the number 14 shirt are over. That's So you're talking in terms of his Hendo's role as a deepest lying midfielder. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying that his, if we say Hendo's four, out. No, I don't think so. That's out. I don't think that's possible because Klopp is not at any time intentioned or communicated anything that his support is with Jordan Henderson. So, so this, this, this is my thing, though. If, okay. if, if you change up the formation, if Klopp, and he can, he can certainly go to a four four two if he wants to mm-hmm. or four one four one. But if you play the, the four three three, if you try to keep that three-man spearhead of attack, that Firmino, yeah. Mane, Salah attack, that's going to be three. You're going to play four in the back, of course. You got three midfield positions. Yeah. I don't think the Keita, the money we're spending on Keita, which is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. if Leipzig gets Champions League, if we're going to spend sixty-seven something million on him, mm-hmm. I don't think that we're paying that kind of money for him to sit the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be in starting eleven uh, from very early on, if mm-hmm. not from match day one. So where is, is Henderson going to play on on the left side or the right side or? Is Henderson going to convert to a center back? I don't mm. see where if, if, if Nabi Keita is going to play center mid and be a box-to-box midfielder, which he, he currently is for Leipzig, mm. where does Henderson fit in at that point? But to me, you're looking at two flanking midfielders, which would be Oxlade-Chamberlain or Wijnaldum. As I said, Millie can move up. He can play fullback or he can play outside mid uh, very effectively, either one. Mm. I... I I, I'm agreeing. I, let me say this. I agree with you that I, I that I'm, I'm kind of conflicted on a logic point here because I agree yeah. with you that Klopp absolutely he loves Jordan Henderson and you know, but how do you fit unless you change the formation to like a four-one-four-one? How do you fit Jordan Henderson and Navi Keita on the pitch at the same time? If you're playing a four-three-three, one of them has to play left or right, and one of them has to play center. When we were four goals to the good against Porto uh, in the 75th minute, um, Klopp made a substitution. He, he, t- he took out Hendo, he threw in Matip. 
Now, it could be just that, you know, he just, you know, the game is done. He just put in a defensive player, take out his, his, his captain, mm. preserve the asset, game is over, let's just get out healthy, right? Some people said that it's a test, that it could be, he could be trying to go for a three-man defense formation. Any merit to that? And if, that, if yes, does then that impact this situation? That impacts it greatly. Okay, that's a whole different that that's a whole different tactical philosophy at that point. If you're going with three men, three men in the back, you're playing a three, four, three. You're playing you're playing the Chelsea three four three from last year that actually dominated the league. Uh, yes. <laughs> at that at that point, um, the focus is primarily all on your midfield. At that point, you're really essentially depending on your midfield to, to be the last line of defense. Mm. As well as the creators, um, <clears throat> more so. Sorry, guys, with the cough. Um, with the midfield now, with the four-three-three, it's more so a uh, you have one player who's responsible for link up, and you have one player responsible for uh, everyone has individual individual roles. Um, with a three-four-three, the midfield actually acts as a unit, and your your three are basically all sweepers. Your 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 back three are basically all sweepers. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's the best. Uh, it takes away from our wing backs, which we have very uh, guys in the rubble of. But all right, whatever. Um, we, we do have very talented wing backs, and I I, I just can't see a change in formation to a uh, to a four three three uh, to a three four three at this point in time. Um, it would be interesting to see, and maybe that's something that we'll see a bit in the preseason uh, this coming summer. But mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not necessarily uh, sure if a three-four-three would be productive for us going forward. Okay. No. But Stan and Aaron, to you guys, question: if 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 the logic, if if we keep as is four-three-three, how do you fit Kada, who is a massively expensive transaction, and Hendo on the pitch at the same time? Where do you where do you put them? Well, I agree with you. I don't think there's a place for Hendo. Um, and one of the few critiques I have of Klopp is that he's a little late to the party sometimes. And at some point, he needs to figure out and realize that, number one, Henderson is injury prone. I think we can say that now. Nowhere near Sturridge's level, but he's injury prone. You can't count on him. Um, and honestly, people complain about, oh, well, he's playing the six. That's not his best position. Right mm-hmm. now, at this point in his career, that is the best position. Yeah. You, 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 he's not going to be attacking on anybody's team. Yeah. Sunderland, maybe not for Liverpool, though. So I agree with you, Critic. <laughs> I agree with you. I think, I think if we bring, well, not if, when we bring Keita in, there is no role for Henderson to play but on the bench. I don't see it. I just can't see it. So Stand. that's me. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll make this brief as brief as possible. Um, I have been one of the biggest uh, Hendo uh, backers, uh, if only because. I hear you. No, I hear you. Um, <laughs> his time is done. Um, it's it's. I'm also late to the party. His time is done. I've, <laughs> at this point, you know, uh, Keita will be the Hendo replacement. Hendo is a should be a box to box midfielder. He cannot stay healthy to save his goddamn life. Heal <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? His body's broken down worse than mine is, and you know, so uh, that's saying something. Uh, it's 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 you know he it's time for him to go to the champion to a championship championship side 
um, okay. to where he can lead a bunch of younger players. And unfortunately, Damn. Premier League. Oh, yeah, that kind of hurt, but I mean, it's true, though. No, no, I mean, that's my captain. No, fuck that. That's my captain. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we need trophies, and we can't get it with Endo on the park. Uh, and I'll, I'll give it up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh, guys, that's tough. Okay, guys, Endo is not going anywhere, full stop. Okay, now I just want to say something here. Um, so he is the most attacking of the midfield three. That's why I said, right? Okay, now of the of the of the mid attacking midfield three, I said Ox, Millie, Lalana, and Kita. Lalana hasn't has has got injury issues. Millie is Millie is getting on, but Millie seems to to pull the rabbit out of his head more often than not. Then there's Ox who's trying to make it uh, an impression. Then you have. The deepest line midfielder, Kita can play that role as well. Not his ideal, but he he has performed admirably, admirably in that role as well. And that's Hendo, okay? Then Hendo, we said, okay, uh, that's not his best position. And then there's also the injury issue, okay? Then um, we're talking about shuffling role, box to box, okay? Three guys who can do that, Kita, Emre, Hendo. Emre is gone. Hendo, same story, injury, and whether he plays in that role or not, I don't know. So... There's a lot of things. But the funny thing is, the guy who has the most similar attributes to Kita in his current role is Genie Wijnaldum. Right? Yeah, I would agree with that to an extent, yeah. I think, I think Genie would be the perfect complement with Ox. Uh, and let Keita be the box to box. I think if you want to see a dynamic midfield, that trio right there, uh, Keita, Ox, Genie. I, I, yeah, guys, I'm a Genie stand, but whatever. I, I, listen, if you let those three unleash them and have defined roles for them, I think you could see probably one of the more talented midfield three that you'll ever see with, throughout the world. Mm. What what is actually what is actually missing in this midfield? I, I'm scratching my head here because um, Millie's last year on contract. Okay, uh, we talked about all these players. We got Ginny, who's in my eyes, he's very inconsistent. Uh, Emery is gone. Hendo has all his issues. Okay, Ox, I think has been pretty okay. Um, and then okay, then we've got people who are out. Okay, we, um, uh, Marco Krujic. Okay, uh, he's playing the holding midfielder role at Cardiff. He's wins. He was winning all of his aerial duels, duels at Cardiff. He's been doing quite well. Uh, another one who has got the proclivity to making um, X-rated tackles, as it were. Um, and then I've also recently heard that we're being linked with uh, Victor Wanyama uh, from Spurs. He's a defensive midfielder. So, wh- what exactly are we missing here in this midfield? Are we missing anything? So now yeah. well, we talked about offense. We talked about data. offense. We talked about defense. We talked about now we're going to talk about the midfield. We've got Kita incoming. So what is the gap now in midfield? It's for me. It's hard to say because I don't think I don't I can't really see Klopp getting an out and out defensive midfielder like a Wanyama. Okay. So to me, that's kind of out of the question. I just think he wants an, an all a do everything. For all the midfielders, really. I mean, think about it. We say Hendo plays the six, but does he really? Does Emery play the six really? I, in my eyes, no. I mean, they're all at some point attacking. 
And, and, and maybe that's that's what the D, the DN is turning into these days. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I would love Wanyama. I just don't see it happening. I don't see him getting uh, getting a Wanyama. So for me, mm-hmm. it's more kind of clones in a way of, of Keita's to a degree. Like, I like Ndidi. I think he's good. I like Decor. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. But again, I think Decor, well, I think Decor has the ability to move forward. I don't know. It's We're missing something, but it's hard to really put my finger on, in my opinion, it's hard to really put my finger on what it is we're missing. Because I don't really see... Lalana lasting much longer either, to be honest, if you're on the topic. Um, I think Genie, like you said, is kind of in and out. Mm-hmm. I, I do like him, and I, and I do think that um, he has a, he has more to offer. I'm not as hard on him as a lot of us are, mm-hmm. uh, me, meaning LFC fans, but I think he has a lot more to offer, and he will do that. Ox is still kind of swinging in the balance for me. He had a good stretch of games, and then now he's kind of been kind of dodgy, so... Milner, I would keep around just for the you know locker room stuff, and every now and then he can play and and play really well. I thought he was really really good in the Champions League game, but we are missing something. What that is, it's hard to really say in the midfield. Okay, okay. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, question, but um, it seems like if there's with the depth we have at that position, especially with Nabi coming in, uh, there there's many combinations you can put out there. That will provide a winning three three man midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for instance, maybe this is favoritism because I do I do like both of these players very much. So yeah. I, I kind of like the thought of a central midfielder, Nabi Keita, and then on the left and right flanks of him, Wijnaldum and, and Oxley Chamberlain. I, I I like the way that that sounds. I like the way that that could look um, in a different. World, you could. I mean, I I could line Milner up on the left, and I think you know if he plays like he did against Porto, I mean, Jesus, I mean the guy, I mean you know he's like an ageless wonder out there. Okay. Um, I, there, there's, I don't know, I don't know that there's so much stuff missing as it is just maybe getting the right combination of what we have. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Um, I'm gonna need to bring this in for a landing, so I'm gonna go to stand the closer here. Um, so Stan, we've got West Ham coming up this weekend, right? Um, and, um, I think you're kind of like a reverse good charm. So you, you, you said some things about Robo and you said some things about Millie and they both did great. So I want you to shit <laughs> on Sadio Mane right now. Cause Sadio Mane, uh, oh, come on. Has scored, Sadio Mane has scored a hat trick. Okay, Scardio Mane has scored a hat-trick <laughs> against Porto. It's a flash in the pan. It was a total fluke out. What? But he's still shit. Stan, please support that argument. Well, you know, you look at his PL performances and he's just been <laughs> trash in the league. Absolutely. Oh, man, he just hasn't been able to perform in the Parquet's Premier League for Friday. What the hell does he do in now. What the hell does he do in 90 minutes other than score the goals, right? I, I, Joe, I don't Joe. know, but... I, Joe, this is what you bring out the bench, man. <laughs> oh, good bullshit, man. You bringing this out the bench? Good. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, please, please. Let me get my Kanye on, please. Um, <laughs> Give the man his um, face. Um, I, I listen. We need. Uh, listen. Uh, aside from the other night, uh, you know, obviously in Porto he was brilliant, but you know, we need a dominant Premier League performance yeah. from Sadio Mane. Uh, enough with the Salah, Salah carrying the club. Enough with Bobby bailing us out at the, uh, you know, as well. Enough with Ragnar Klavan saving points at fucking Turfmore. The fuck is this, Sadio? Get your shit up, 
step your game up. I don't want to have to come at you again. I want to brace home to West Ham. Period. <laughs> Point blank. No high boots. None of that bullshit. No hamstring injuries. I want a brace. <laughs> yes, another hat trick this oh, weekend, man. guys. You know it's coming. I'm rubbing my hands in glee right now. <laughs> I didn't realize this home was that bad. He scored three goals since September 9th in the league. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, look, look, see, I got the numbers. I got, I got critting my stats guy back in me here. Also, real, real quick, real quick, at the end, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> real quick. Um. Clint Dempsey over James fucking boring-ass Milner any day of the week. Team USA, I know I boycotted the national team, but fuck that. I don't want any boring Englishman over maybe one of the best American forwards of all time. Hard boy, Clint Dempsey out of Texas. I'm out. Let's wrap it up, Joe. Alrighty, taking us home is a song called Just Stand Up. Remember, the climb is always toughest when you're near the peak. So don't look down, look up. Stay strong, stand up. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Goodbye. The heart is stronger than you think. Like it could go 